Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! <laughs> we'll meet again Don't know where Don't know when But I know you know, I was thinking if we get that thing that you were saying to work, yeah. they would hear the music too. That's a very good point. It would be That's like an experiment it would be week. like a good complete thing. Uh, that, yeah. would, that would be really nice yeah. if that works. It would be a <laughs> complete thing. <laughs> the thing. Uh, hey, hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going. How you doing? Oh, you know, a little of this, a little of that, whole lot of. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready. Uh, I, I was preparing a, uh, a review for Mission Impossible Fallout this week. And? And. Uh, it fell out. Uh, and it fell out. Right. Um, the impossible mission was using your movie pass to go see a movie. That's exactly why there is not a Ken has feedback about Mission Impossible Fallout today. So it completely shit the bed, that whole program, huh? Basically, yeah. There, there's a lot of uh, speculation that bankruptcy is imminent, and and by imminent, I mean this week for the company. Right. Um, it's really been a, a a wild explosion, implosion, collapse, crumble, whatever. It's kind of glorious and kind of and it's really hilarious. And the anger that people have about this cracks me up <laughs> I, there's no reason for anybody to be mad about this because let's be completely honest we have been on a a robin hood ride with movie pass for months now sure if anybody had any delusions whatsoever that this was any kind of a sustainable business yeah. at all oh yeah you're fucking nuts you're absolutely nuts. There's nothing to be mad about. We, most of us, most of us. I mean, a lot of folks. We, we I have a friend who, uh, who went in on like the the yearly thing. Like, right. I think paid for a year up front, and they barely use the damn thing. So they end up losing money on the deal. I I feel like I ended up losing money on the deal too because I left it dormant for probably the past two months. So and really, what it was like, if you see one movie, you break even. Sure. Uh, and I had a good stretch where I was making money on it for a while. I think if I do the math. It'll balance out right? Uh, with a couple months I let it go dormant. I think I still made it up on the back end to break even, uh, so I'm not sure. But um, but really, nine ninety five a month to see a movie every day of the month, uh, I, there, 
and they're paying full price for the tickets. Really what it boils down to is that this company set out and got millions of dollars from venture capitalists, and they kept it going as long as they possibly could. <laughs> and now now the shit's hitting the That's fan. That's it. And it's hoping, uh, hoping, no doubt that some bigger uh, company would buy them. I think the ultimate hope, yeah, was for for ad revenue. I think for some form of a buyout for something bigger. I think they were hoping to monetize the data that they were getting from uh, from the people using the service, and none of that came to fruition. And I think once they saw that writing on the wall, they were like, "Well, fuck it, let's just, just go until we can." And uh, so this weekend is where it really exploded. People trying to see Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, the film was blocked out in some areas. The film was hit with their their new thing, which is the surge pricing thing. You get a little red lightning bolt uh, that pops up on the screen that tells you that it's a uh, it's uh, the gray lightning bolt tells you it's getting popular and might be a surge pricing screening soon. And then if once it goes red, then you have to pay a, a couple extra bucks to see the film, to go to that particular screen. Right. Or go to a different movie or see a later one, whatever you got to do. That's like Uber. Yeah, basically, they introduced surge pricing for the movie. So it's like an extra <laughs> four or five bucks. If you wanted to see Ant-Man and the Wasp during opening weekend, I noticed a lot of the screenings were hit, getting hit with those little red uh, red dealies. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, those red, uh, red circles were popping up. And uh, the first day I was, I was intending to go catch it, uh, I, it was hit with the surge pricing. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. So it's, a, it's opening. You know, it's yeah. opening day. I'm not going to be able to. Eh, I'll let it go. I'll try it tomorrow. I tried the next day for an early screening, which in no way, shape, or form should have had a red lightning bolt on it. Right. It had a red lightning bolt on it. And then rather suddenly, like I had the red lightning bolt, and then I went back to it about 10, 15 minutes later with the intention of, all right, I'm, I'm just going to pay for it. I want, I, need to, I want to see the movie. I love right. the Mission Impossible films. I just want to see. I'm just going to pay for it. And the screening was blacked out entirely. Was uh, that little gray not available? Like if it was a 3D or an IMAX, which is not eligible for a movie pass, it would all of the screenings were blacked out for that. I go, well, that's interesting. Uh, well, I got the time. Let me see another movie. Let me see what else is out there. I could see Hotel Transylvania. I could see some other movie I never heard of. Ooh. Or I could not see Mission Impossible, and no other listings were showing up. So like, what the, what is going on with this? Uh oh. So the service crashed right and left, and and all hell broke loose. And then yesterday the service crashed again. And then when it came back up, they're just like, we're not. You can't see screenings anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. No screenings for anything. No no films for you. Come back one year. That's right. No film for you. Um. So the whole the whole thing shit the bed. And then the running rumor now is apparently the CEO was talking about like, well. We're not going to be available for uh, for the for for big uh, tentpole films anymore. We're not doing big uh, big movies anymore. You're not allowed to go see big movies on Movie Pass anymore. Apparently, is the new thing that's coming down the pike. But I kind of uh, feel like every now. movie is a big movie. Exactly. <laughs> so you're going to be able to see uh, literally nothing. Uh, you know. So as fathom of, um, events, you'll be able to see fathom yeah. events. That, that's oh, it. No, that's that's a, it. But that's a that's a special Fa- event. That's fathom <laughs> is one of those people that I would imagine might have been interested in getting involved in that until the slow writing on the wall yeah. became clear. It's uh, it's it's done. I, yeah. I I I don't see a way out of this for MoviePass whatsoever. And now a lot of other services are uh, are uh, kind of coming in and saying like, "Hi, MoviePass shit the bed, but we we're here. We're a little more expensive, but we ain't going nowhere because we figured out some sustainability on this end." Right. Uh, the probably the the biggest runner for that right now is AMC's uh, a list, right? Their in house service, service, which is an in house AMC service. It's I believe it's nineteen ninety five a month and follows the same idea as the um, as the Movie Pass line. I think there are I, I think there are some restrictions as well with that, uh, but not uh, not many. 
uh, and anybody that I see on Twitter talking about the AMC A-list, uh, and I have two friends that, that utilize it, all rave about it. Uh, all big fans of it say it's worth the 20 bucks. Uh, there is one major drawback. What's that? You can only go to AMC. You can only go to AMC. So that is, that is a significant drawback. But uh, you well, know, if that's your local house, I was going to say I think that know, depends. Yeah, on no, we I are that. So, we are surrounded by, AMC, surrounded here by in, AMC. Uh, in our area. Yeah. I can count uh, three immediately off the top of my head within within a fifteen minute drive. Yeah. So so uh, I, Will says four, on four that one, you can drive. see three movies a week. Three movies a week. So yeah, that's not bad. And but that's, still, even at twenty dollars a month, yeah. if you see two movies a month. You've at least paid for the cost yeah. of the membership. If you're a matinee person, you got to go three movies. But, but uh, still, but, but otherwise, I mean, you're, but you've, otherwise... You've, you've broken even at that point, right. and that's fine. If you're if you're a movie goer, if you're a cinema lover, this is great. Uh, and and to be honest, even you know, with Movie Pass, once I got into that into using it during that those first couple months where I was really going after it, right? I I, I was looking at it saying this nine ninety five is a fucking steal. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Like how how I'm getting over on the theater at this point is is how I felt what was happening, which is why why I knew there was no way it was going to be sustainable. Right. Um, but while I was doing that, I'm like, you know what, I I, I would feasibly pay twenty bucks See, for the service. I I feel like the only way this would work, this type of thing would work is if it is by a theater chain by theater chain basis because what they're banking on right so amc gets you in there for your 20 bucks a month you see a movie or two movies really they're making their revenue on concession it's sustainable for them yeah they're making their revenue the concessions you you buy uh, one soda and they're they're already good they they have made their money so they're they're maybe they're breaking even on the 1995 a shot and then they're whacking you for your yeah, your soda and your I, popcorn and your nachos and your hot dogs. I just I just use the I just use the the AMC stubs. I, yeah, I love so AMC I, stubs. So I get my thing stubs. I get my thing waved. My con- wow, get, that sounds personal. Uh, you do I get now. <laughs> I wow, get my, uh, sign me up for that. They offering there waved. now. It all depends on what theater. If you're in the, if you're in the reclining seats, <laughs> um, so I get the convenience fee. Grab, grab waved. a seat next to Fred Willard and Pee Wee, and you there have you a go. day. Um, but I feel like I'm always I always have like at least a five dollar. <laughs> Coupon. It seems like somehow, yeah, some way, I always have at least five bucks. Constantly. If, and if, if you go, I mean, because you build up those points quick. And let, let's be honest, yeah. it's not cheap to go to the movies. So, right. And, they, and they, they build your points by the dollar. And so. considering anytime I go to um, a big Disney blockbuster, right. I buy one of the fancy drinks. Right. Like for Ant-Man and Wasp, I bought, uh, I believe I bought the Stinger. Oh, there you for, go. For that one. Very nice. Uh, you know, that racks you them bought, up. You bought the Thanos drink, whatever. I did. I bought the was. Thanos yeah. drink. I, thought, I bought the... Uh, I bought the Kylo Ren drink right. for nine. Right. So you know, you buy the drinks. Um, but uh, but so yeah, it's. Uh, I, I there's just there was no chance that this this movie no. thing was was sustainable. No. So it was it was really it was fun while it lasted. We had a great time with all that. I saw I saw a lot of movies that I probably would not have gotten out to get to see right uh, during that time or stuff that I was said. Oh, fuck it, I'll wait for the for home video, uh, you know, for streaming or whatever or Netflix even. And uh, it was really nice to see some of these things on the big screen. And, uh, you know, it's uh, I, I would not advise signing up for MoviePass today. <laughs> that's uh, that's not a good idea. I'm not jumping on to canceling it just yet, though. My renewal is August 26th. Right. So I have a, a reminder on my phone to, to for the 24th to take a look at it then and see where we're at. Uh, if my service isn't already canceled by MoviePass by that point as well. Uh, we'll see what what happens. But I, I imagine they'll kind of like linger and hold on to 
you know, to try and collect from the forgetful folks that right. are just going to let the you renewal know, go. Maybe it's still good if you're into art house films yeah. and you go to a lot of smaller and I, screenings. I was looking and, at the, uh, you know, things that are up for Oscars normally. There are like, screenings available today, too. I was looking at the Movie Pass uh, app this afternoon. Uh, so Ant Man and Wasp was popping up in some of the, the theaters nearby and all that. Oh, the, the one by my workplace had uh, had some screenings on there. So screenings are available again, but uh, there, I just, there's no viable way for this to continue. Right. Not, not with the I, amount of money they've been hemorrhaging. I hate to interrupt PK's movie pass stuff, but uh, we we haven't even said what show this is. No, I know we were we were getting to, we got sidetracked by the opening of the show. I was I was going to get to it as soon as we wrap this up. This is of course um, geek what stuff. when the wrap up music starts. That that's that that's right. And this has been. <laughs> uh, so this is episode five hundred and seven, um, and um, movie pass. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That, that's a good one because we didn't have one. We didn't. <laughs> um, of course, this is Geek Stuff. We're going to give out the GVM line at the top of the show, although this is already the middle of the show. But <laughs> ah, whatever. We'll give it out now. But hey, yeah, give us a call. 201-730-BKGS. There you go. Um, all sorts of all sorts of news this week and then some, some exciting stuff in, in segment two. You know what? I'm going to kind of flip the format a little bit. I'm going to say that last Friday um, I had the pleasure of going to Apocalypticon, which was the Four Horsemen's live streaming event of their – we didn't go to San Diego Comic-Con. Nice. Uh, I am jealous as hell. I've watched all the videos. Yes, and I have to tell you, man, I, 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 I don't miss going to San Diego. But man, if there's a, a Four Horsemen Con or well, Apocalyptic Con next year, I'm, I, I'm, I want to be there. Yeah, um, I, I was there for like the last two hours or so. It was a lot of fun. I got to see Cornboy and, of course, the rest of the horsemen. I got to see our good friend George from uh, Behind the Counter, Marsham Toy Hour, formerly of Toy Break. Um, I got to hang out with him for a little bit. Um, I was actually supposed to be on the show, but I got bumped. It happens. You got Matt Damon? I got Matt Damon. Uh, no, they, look, they had a, they had a packed show. Um, but they, they had some notable folks on there yeah nice. um but they made some they made of course they announced the next wave of the mythic legions they had some um some great some great teasers of things to come that vampire brute figure is is gorgeous um so so yeah i wanted to just do a quick thank you to uh cornboy and the horseman and george for arranging for me to be able to come and hang out for a couple hours it was a it was a good time it's good oh yeah and you folks. got to see george yeah so it was uh it was lots of fun it was lots of fun. I miss George. George is a good egg. Um, but but so there was that. Check out the Four Horsemen. Go to sourcehorsemen.com, I believe, or follow them on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. And uh, you can go to their store, storehorsemen.com, and pre-order the entire new wave of figures. I think 315 is the all-in buy-in, which gets you all of the figures in the new wave, including the giant ass ice troll which is a gorgeous beautiful figure so gorgeous so so check that out show them some love we love them for sure um let's move on with with the news though um since we were talking about box office and movie theaters real quick um incredibles 2 broke a billion this past wow. uh the last day or two that's a no one is surprised around of that yeah no one is surprised you're yep. right big kev i mean it's probably one of the most anticipated if not the most anticipated pixar movie um, since Incredibles ended, 
So, <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and I really liked it. I liked the story. Um, I liked some of the new, new characters. Um, I liked, uh, I liked, I liked a bunch of the new heroes that they introduced. I thought they were pretty fun. Um, vibe. Is that the blue haired one with the, with like the portal technology not vibe, uh, void, void, void was the one I was thinking of. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not shocked there. Um, do, do, do we want to talk about the Joker movie? Cause it's in the news, a couple of spots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess why not? Because and I, you know what? It's going to be a really. I'm going to just get out in front of this now. Yeah, do it. Uh, this is this is going to be a, a this is going to be one of those conversations because there there's just I, I, it just seems to me that every time we hear about and the movie we're talking about is we're talking about the Joaquin Phoenix correct, correct. Uh, Joker movie that's coming from Todd Phillips. Uh, Robert De Niro has been announced, uh, and now they're Beats. announcing Mark Marin. Yep, uh, has also been announced as being in this, and you know it's sort of a Joker origin story, a la um, Killing Joke. At least that's the way it's looking, based on the description of Mark Marin's character. It certainly is leaning towards that story. What if they I slip think. him in as Gordon? Like they have this description, but he's actually Gordon. Red herring. I would this love... is J.J. Abrams. The, sir. Ar- the, the arm I would give to see Mark Maron play Jim Gordon. <laughs> I know in this batshit crazy film. Oh, I like the, this news just makes me more and more excited for for this. I'm actually, I'm looking actually I... forward to this Joaquin Phoenix one. Me too. I'm <laughs> really looking forward to this because I think it's probably going to be and a really uh, I think it's going to be a, a probably in a really um, a really amazing film. But here's the problem again. They have to uh, stick in this article the fact that Jared Leto will still be playing the Joker in the DC Universe films. uh, And the Joaquin Phoenix picture has no effect whatsoever on what happens to Jared Leto's character in the DC films. And in addition, this little piece that I hadn't heard before this article, uh, Jared Leto will star in his own standalone Joker movie. I have a feeling there. No one likes that character. What the fuck do they need a solo movie for him for? I, th- I think that well, I mean that's that remains to be seen whether they have the confidence to continue with that too. Like that's you know they can say he's going to be in a standalone all they want. Whether they follow through is it remains to be seen. But I almost feel like the, the press being so adamantly this is its own story, its own standalone thing is basically them. I, I almost feel like it's them saying, uh, "Hi, we're we're going to try Elseworlds." I was going to say this is Elseworlds. This is cinematic Elseworlds. Which, Which I would not be upset with. No, not let's at all. say if they did a Gotham by Gaslight, uh, that could be next if this is successful. Well, I, I well, think I mean, the animated just happened, so I, don't, I doubt right, yeah. they would do that. The point of this is, though, Red is Sun. that I think what we're looking at potentially here with Joaqu- the Joaquin Phoenix movie is a Joker, <laughs> a Joker that everybody can get behind. The problem it's, is it's that they won't film. then take the next logical step. <laughs> And just replace Jared Leto or find a way to, I don't know, make Jared Leto. Like, like you remember the early speculation? Yeah, Jared that, Leto is Jason Todd. That he's Jason Todd and, <laughs> right. and he's all screwed up or whatever. I mean, if there was some way to ham-handedly even make that transition. And, and here's an idea. Have Joaquin Phoenix fucking kill him. <laughs> I would uh, that would be cinematic gold. I would if, if they did that 
successfully, I would be so 100% behind, okay, what are they going to do next? That type of anticipation, that type of ballsy move might be to DC or Warner's benefit at this point well you just said Um, it right there but we know they're not gonna ballsy move it's that's what it takes and that that's where that's where i feel marvel has has had dc beaten in spades with with their creation of a of of bringing their universe their comic universe to screen is marvel has had the balls to to take risks on really outlandish crazy shit yeah dr strange is of nuts. the galaxy guardians we, of the galaxy need to say more than that is nuts these are all ballsy ventures going going with a, a heist film for ant-man was a risk and it paid ballsy, off absolutely 100 percent ballsy venture i 100 percent agree with you if they if they took if they had the balls to to really what it boils down to is have the balls to let your artists be the artists get out of the studio meddling business and let your creatives create this universe and uh, and keep the suits out of the mix and you'll get ballsy stuff like what we're what we would love to see happen with this yeah how about he's not the real joker you want jared leto in a in a in a solar uh, solo joker movie how about the sequel to this joaquin phoenix movie is uh uh that the joaquin phoenix joker goes after and kills jared leto joker for impersonating him you know, like, I, I mean, anything, uh, just something to bring actual talent and actual good characterization to this universe is is just so desperately needed at this yeah. point, And they just won't do it. What is overall the purpose of creating a Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie? What what is the purpose if they're going to do nothing to it, why? Because everyone will go see it. Okay, everyone will go see it. It'll stand alone. Everyone will love it. They'll want more of it, but they won't be able to get more of it because Warner's doesn't have the balls to then say, oh, you know what, Jared, we're going to go in a different direction, uh, and, and here's the way we're going to wrap up your character. Now, you're under contract to us, so you're going to do this, uh, and then do it and be done with it. Everybody on the planet, I, have you ever met a person that was like, you know who's a really good Joker? That Jared Leto. Not, Nobody. Not one. <laughs> Nobody has said that. I am a Joker fan. Is there a bigger Joker fan that you guys know of than me? Uh, not and I'm one. not trying to pump myself up here, but I have two. Two. Jared Leto, jo- uh, Jared Leto Joker products in my collection. Two. And that's it. Because I won't buy any more of it. Because it's not the character. It's it was a terrible portrayal. Yeah. It was the possibly some of the worst character choices I've ever seen in any character. And uh, 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 the, here's a brilliant way for them to, to to get themselves out of the shit that they have not stepped in, but jumped in, dove in, rolled around in. Uh, here's uh, a perfectly good Scrooge opportunity McDuck for them to in. get out. I, I, I think you, you're in. Uh, you might be in my camp, where you just want to see Jared Leto get his ass handed to him on screen again. That's uh, sure, yeah. in any way possible. It's, it's the only thing that would make me uh, watch Requiem for a Dream again. Uh, it's, it's like a marathon. The uh, we'll do uh, we'll do Fight Club and uh, the whole I want to destroy something beautiful bit. We'll have Requiem for a Dream with the you know lop off his arm, and then uh, and then we'll have the death of Leto's Joker uh, marathon. I that would be a party. 
It sure would. <laughs> I would go to. I would go to. I'd throw that party. Hell. <laughs> all right. Did we cover all of the uh, Joker I, stuff I that think, you had in there, OG? I think so. It was really just the one new update on um, Mark Marin. So, so I think we. I'm got sorry, it. I didn't mean to go off on a rant there, but that that in that article infuriated me. No, no, Joker is your baby. I fully expect you to go off on a rant whenever, whenever something that hits a uh, uh, hits close to home. For any of right. us, I expect a little, uh, you know, Randy McRanderson happening. It's okay. You, you know, to me, it's like them announcing Crispin Glover as Oliver Queen in the DC film universe. Oh, God, no. <laughs> see? Oh, you see what – you feel – oh, gee, did you feel that? Where did you feel it? Like I, right in your chest, right? No, actually – Like, uh, oh, something's hurting me really bad. Am I having a stroke or a heart attack? That's that's it. Yeah. That's what I feel whenever I read something like, "No, we're going to continue the Jared Leto Joker because he's uh, uh, got Ajita now." <laughs> Terrible, right. exactly. Terrible. All right. Well, you know what? I, I, do we? All right. Let's talk about something good. Okay. Uh, Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra is joining Chris Pratt in the cast of Cowboy Ninja Viking. According Can't to wait. the Hollywood Reporter, Universal Pictures has tapped Priyanka Chopra from Quantico, A Kid Like Jake, etc., to play the love interest of Chris Pratt's character. Um, so, yeah, Chris Pratt will star as a new kind of assassin who manifests the toughest skills of three different personas, a cowboy, ninja, and a Viking. Um, I I'd am... like to uh, remind the audience, OJ, mm-hmm. I'd like to remind the audience mm-hmm. that it was this program. Big Kev's Geek Stuff, that may have introduced them to Cowboy Ninja Viking because we talked about it every single month that it came out in its entire run because that book was amazing. It was amazing. If you've never had the chance, you need to go out and pick it up. It was phenomenal. And I'm excited as hell that they're making a film out of it. I'm really excited that uh, Chris Pratt is starring in it. I can't wait to see what they do with this property. And it was was nice because it was... um... It was like uh, it came out. I remember when the book came out. It was a large format too. Remember, yeah. it was like almost magazine and, size. Ah. And not only that, but Riley Rossimo's art. You know, it was definitely at the time. Certainly, it was non-traditional, super non-traditional. It was different. The story was very different. I mean, that's what drew me to that book. Riley's art and and some of the uh, and in the format and everything else. It was so different for the time. That I, I was like, I got to see what this is about. And it was amazing. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you hadn't had the chance, again, you should definitely check it out before the movie. Yeah. You guys told me. I, I wish listed that not too long ago, and I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in on that who, soon. Who put that out? Who put that book out? Do I think it's remember? Image, right? Was it Image? I, I was thinking it was, it was Image, yeah. Uh, yep, Image book. Well, you should you should check Comixology because I feel like Comixology has sales on Image at least oh, yeah, every that, two I, or three I, weeks. I, I have it wishlisted through there. They so, have a um, yeah. they have a sale going on right now th- on. Um, oh, I blew it because I think they just had an Image sale that, that yeah that, uh, passed. The the new the new sale they have going on has such great titles as Lumberjanes, Mouse Guard. Um, I just saw it last night. I picked mm. up some things nice. so in anticipation hey, of Hey, quick question. Uh, Priyanka Chopra, yeah. name is familiar. Was she a Wonder Woman frontrunner at some point, or was she involved with a, a Wonder Woman somewhere along the line? She, Maybe Whedon's version? I, I think she was a frontrunner 
first one of the iterations. Gotcha. She wasn't the one that was going to be in the TV show. Right. That was Palicki, wasn't it? That was Adrian Which Palicki. They actually shot a pilot for right. it, I think. Correct. And obviously she's what? not Gal Gadot. She wasn't the one short film, was she? Um, oh, maybe she was. She might have been the one in the short film, but I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah, actually. Everybody's looking. Yeah, we are all looking. But you're, <laughs> you're right. It might have been that. Um, did, was it was it a Wonder Woman film? Was it a fan film? I'm not sure if it was a fan film or if it was a, hey, a studio-ish produced, hey, we could actually make this look good thing. Okay. Yeah, you I re- remember it though, right? I do. I re- and I remember her name being tossed around. Maybe she was in the running, and it went to Gal Gadot. Maybe, Maybe. that's what it was. Maybe. Yep. Um, but anyway, I, re- I I do recall that big cap. Good, good. Good on you. Good on you. Um, let's see. Where do we want to go? Where do we want to go? Uh, you know, let's the, let's do a couple of quick hits, but they're significant quick hits. Okay. Um, the entire cast. Of Guardians of the Galaxy, or the entire, uh, or the important members of the, the cast, the, the the well, the crew of the Milano, really is what Correct. it is. The entire the the Guardians, right. themselves, um, uh, penned a letter. Although I suspect Plus it was Daddy. probably Batista penned the letter, and then everybody else kind of signed off on it. But um, uh, kind of a letter uh, in support of James Gunn. Right. I I imagine it was it was penned by uh, an agent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a lawyer to yeah, and, uh, protect every contract yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Let's let's word this just right. <laughs> so um, I don't want to I don't want to get down into the quagmire of the James Gunn controversy. Nah, We've covered that. Um, but I I did think it was great. That they all came together to put out that letter and they support. Are, they are. Uni- I don't think it's going to change front. anything, but they are. Uh, they are in solidarity. Uh, they are uh, facing their lumps because listen, it's gotten backlash. Uh, e- yeah. Each each uh, each actor as well on Twitter tweeted the letter out right. as well. They put it on Instagram. Yes. So there's a there's a comment thread below it or a, or a tweet thread below it of a, of a lot of ire and what have you. And, and I've joined those threads to hammer back at some people, sure. uh, like you do. Um, but I, I, the, um, what's, they don't what's outright call for his reinstatement, which I thought was interesting. They, they dodged And I think they legally, they probably had to dodge that just right. But, uh, but, and, and I'm only going to, I'm going to preface this with that. This is purely internet rumor, but, uh, there have been numerous people that I, I find reliable uh-huh. uh, that have made the assertion that Disney is is sitting down at some point with James Gunn. Yeah. Whether that amounts to uh, his input in the film or a rehiring remains to be seen. But the the buzz from from fairly reliable folks is that he's at least sitting down with them. So I. I'm really interested to see where that goes, well, especially in the wake of this letter that hit. And I kind of feel like, um, I mean, I mean, they have to sit down with him. So yeah. it's it's got to come to a bit more of a head than it has already, yeah. Yeah. I think is kind of where I'm going with that. Um, all right. So so there was that. Um, in other significant news, but something we don't have to uh, hammer today, at least, because it's still not done done. And we'll talk more about the implications as it rolls out. But um, the F- Disney Fox deal. Right. Right. So Comcast fully, fully backed out. Right. The board approved it. Right. The board at, yeah, Di- that's, at Disney approved it. It's it's done. So the last hurdle is whether or not it gets, is it FCC approval? Is uh, it SEC, SEC yeah, approval? They, yes. So They already said that there's no way that they would block it. 
But wasn't there another uh, one that they point. thought recently that they thought was going to go through and got blocked in the in the witching hour? Uh, there was what there was it wasn't AT and T. What was it? There was something involving AT and T that uh, shit the but bed. But that deal it? went that deal went through. Oh, yeah. did it? Because I thought it got. Yeah. I thought something got that's blocked what, in the witching. That's hour. what opened up Comcast to come back in. No, but there was something like only last week. I feel like that 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 yeah. got. A deal I'm, that went through. I'm with you, and it's something something shit the bed. I don't remember what it was. That was that was a sure thing. Shit the bed. Yeah, last week. and I don't remember what that is either. Oh, what a pain! I have no idea where to begin to even look it up. Too. I know. I don't. Yeah. Like, what do you what <laughs> do you ahead. Google for that? Google oh. that thing that shit the yeah, bed. Yeah. What, dear, <laughs> Alexa, what shit the bed last week? Yeah, that's gonna be real fun on people's Alexas at home. By the way, sorry everybody. Um, You've got that in your search now. It, it was it was and it was it was only last <laughs> week or or maybe a week and a half ago. Ah. It was it was fairly recent. But anyway, that's hey. the, that's the last official hurdle. Do you know what shit the bed last week? Give us a call on GVM line. <laughs> 201-730-BKGS. That's 201-730-2547. And you may hear oh, yourself right. talking about shitting the, the bed. GVM line. <laughs> on a future right. episode of Big Cabs Geek Stuff. Of course, the thing that we can talk about a little bit more, though, well, how much? Where are we time wise? Uh, we're probably about do ish, but we can squeeze. Uh, thing you know what? This this, this one's a big one, so let's do a couple of more small hits, and okay. then we'll talk. We're going to save Star Wars for for segment two because oh, there's, okay. there's some big stuff there. Yes, there is. Um, Amazon has recently hired the scribes behind the upcoming Star Trek Four, which I guess is not yet named, but it's the fourth fourth film. This was the first the I learned new... that there's a Star Trek Four that's yeah. been written. Um, so yay to scribe their upcoming Lord of the Rings TV series. Um, I guess the uh, the quote from the two partners that are J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay were uh, the rich world that J.R.R. Tolkien created is filled with majesty and heart, wisdom and complexity. We are absolutely thrilled to be partnering with Amazon to bring it to life anew. We feel like Frodo setting out from the Shire with a great responsibility in our care. It is oh, the beginning right. with, of the, the with the analogies. Ugh. <laughs> it is the beginning of the adventure of a lifetime. I don't know. I, I, that analogy kind of makes sense, at least. Just but look, stop it. You're, Just you're, stop it. Is, is the is the is is? Do you have poi in your vagina, Big Kev? You're you're awfully no, salty I today. No, I don't have poi in my anything, <laughs> sir. You're awfully but, salty you know, today. It's just so. Oh, I feel like it's like. I feel like pick a character from the from the license and then ham handedly make it sound like you know I just I, it's but, we were but, a but little there, uneasy about taking this job because listen, one does not simply walk into Amazon. Thank but, you, thank you, PK. But, but, thank but, you very much. But here's the thing, though: <laughs> if they had if they had layered the analogies, if there was like a Gandalf and then a Mordor and then a ring, there was one. It was Frodo. Uh huh. <laughs> It's kind of a soft target. I'm a, I'm a little with Kev on this one. <laughs> the, the both of you with your poi. Oh, careful. The careful. both Don't of you with your... too deep, PK. The, the both of you with your, with your poi in your nether regions. Uh, my, I can't My wait. poi is on so, fire, sir. That's personal. We are so excited to be working on Star Trek IV as this great enterprise blasts <laughs> off to movie theaters. Stop it. Just We're hoping stop. our warped sensibilities don't. Uh... But like, but I I feel like you're making them worse than they actually are. <laughs> well, we're not going to let them off, Mister Scott Free, are we? <laughs> no, 
Apparently no, not. you should beam oh, us out of this conversation. Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> Time Bandits. Make it so. The TV series is heading to Apple streaming service. Now, when this was announced this week, I heard all of geekdom scream out in joy, except for me. I'm not a fan yeah, of Time and Bandits. Yeah, and me. I didn't, I didn't scream out for joy either. I, I, I am not a fan of Time Bandits. Are you saying the original movie left you, you know, came up short for you? It, it did. It, it, it came uh, up a little bit short. I, I'm a fan of the original Time Bandits. It, it did. What I'm not a fan of is, first of all, if they're going to take on, the 96 happened. idea of gender flipping this movie and making a TV show out of it. It didn't quite that would be hit crazy. the mark. I don't, I don't know if you have even heard me. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, that, what? that was gold. I, that's the original movie came up short for Matt is really all. <laughs> of, oh. Wow. All oh, right. God. Listen. Uh, look, I, I I just wasn't a fan of the the original um, um, thing, so I'm 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 less than excited for it. And, and I'm sorry, Big Kev, you you're just not a fan of where it's going. Is that is that what your concern was? Yeah, the the '96 idea was to uh, uh, that Terry Gilliam talked about this at some point that they were going to do a sequel. I think it's talked about in this article. Yeah. They were going to do a sequel, and they were basically going to gender flip it. Right. Okay. You know, so it would have been a little girl. It would have been the time bandits would have been female and so on. Oh, yeah. 1996. Yeah, it does say right in the article there. Uh, And there were actually two drafts of a script, which I'm so happy they didn't do. Not not because I have any problem with with gender flipping in general. I I guess I do a little bit. But um, I I think that it if, if ever there was a movie that just needed to stand alone and be left alone. It's any one of the ones that Terry Gilliam has made. Although I will say, um, and I have not watched it past season one, but I did really enjoy season one of Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, which was uh, you know, which was an adaptation of Gilliam's film. Yeah. right. Which, I wasn't a fan of the film, so oh, I, I like didn't the, check out oh, the, the TV is, series. Oh, but like you're not the man. first person to yeah. say that. Yeah, I watched season one of the TV show, um, and I, I really liked it. And I didn't continue with it for no reason other than I just. I just didn't continue with it. Yeah. You, know you know what I mean? Remember the senator in that show, in the TV version? Uh, senator, uh, oh, God, I'm forgetting. I'm drawing the blank on the character's name. But it's uh, played by the guy who got me started on the voiceover stuff in anime and all that. Oh. Uh, it's uh, Bill Timoney. Hat tip to that guy. Good there dude. you go. Good dude. Uh, but, I mean, the only the exciting thing about this is it's um, it, it's coming to Apple's streaming platform. And Apple is is made of pure money, so I'm sure their budget's going to dwarf what... Uh, they used in the first film, so it should be a very, uh, wow. a very expansive uh, look at uh, at the Time Bandits lore. That's in- that's that's highly inappropriate. What? PK. What? It's, I, they just have a lot of money. They have sure. a, tons, way more money than than Gilliam probably Listen, had. In, their budget, in that time. their budget is going to little people what the other people can offer. Uh, PK. very inappropriate to use the the word dwarf. All right, we're so of- excited to be working on the Time Bandits TV <laughs> show because of all the time that was stolen. Stolen from us from the original till now. All right, let's move on to wait, <laughs> where. Where are we? We're at thirty something minutes, <laughs> something like thirty eight minutes. Now. All right, uh, you know what? Let, let's let's let, let's take a break. We'll come back with trailers, <laughs> Star Wars, and then product. Yep. Does that work for everybody? Yep, we should definitely take a short break. All right, so with that, Big Kev, with that, OG, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, number five hundred and seven. PK Mrs. Movie Pass. Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. 
Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model space. If this song lands in Guardians 3, I'm going to laugh my ass off. <laughs> I mean, it would, it would be appropriate. It's fitting time frame-wise and uh, style-wise, I think. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Of course, we are back. Uh, Big Kids Geek Stuff, episode 507. The one we are calling... What are we calling it? Movie? PK, PK Mrs. PK movie Mrs. Pass. Movie Pass was there. There you go. Um, of course, during the break there, you heard uh, from our sponsors, the lovely folks over at Build R2D2, buildr2d2.com. This awesome um, one-half scale uh, R2D2 build-a-figure, essentially. Yep. You get a piece a month via a subscription service. It features such excellent things as uh, Wi-Fi enabled um, communication, a projector, LED lights, electronic sounds, real droid movement, um, an extending arm, a video camera, a still camera, fully rechargeable battery, pop-up lightsaber hilt, and so much more. If you'd like to get on this, you can go to buildr2d2.com or you can give them a call over at the phone number. Yep, that's 877-544-6779. And uh, get yourself on that. The From the people uh, that brought you BuildMillenniumFalcon.com and the upcoming, if anyone saw the video that I posted, uh, the BuildTheXWing.com, uh, that's coming. That's right. I said it. And and already the buzz, if I may, I know, I know we don't want to extend this, the buzz on that thing is humongous because, and I'm sure we've talked about this before, it's perfectly scaled for uh, the action figures. For three and it three is quarters? The, it's the first time that a ship has been built in perfect scale for those figures. And so people are going berserk because everybody that, like, um, collects three and three quarter and, you know, does displays and all those sorts of things, those guys. I've heard guys that are talking about they're going to get two and three and four subscriptions because they want to have enough to make additional ships uh, for different reasons. Yeah, it's it's it really is amazing. They really bag. hit on something here. And so far, the first two, have, I, I feel they've knocked out of the park. And this third one is now going to appeal to yet another, yet even another class of collector. So it's it's really phenomenal. I, I think they're, they're to be applauded for that. And that's why we love those fine folks. But 
Moving on. Uh, let's stick with Star Wars, though, because yes. this is appropriate. It was a nice tie-in. Fair. We got the official... Silly rabbit. Segways are for kids. There you go. We got the official cast list um, for Episode 9, Star Wars Episode 9, the yet-to-be-titled Episode 9. Of course, it includes cast members Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Lupita Nyong'o, Domhnall Gleeson, Kelly Marie Tran. I can't believe Kelly Marie Tran is braving... To come back in front of the cameras. Uh, Junis uh, Sutamo, uh, Billy Lord, um, in addition to um, Naomi Aki, Richard Grant, uh, Kerry Russell. Uh, Richard, Richard E. e. Grant. Grant. Oh, I'm sorry. Richard E. Grant. Sorry. Kerry <laughs> uh, Russell. And, of course, Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels, Billy D. Williams, um, and Carrie Fisher via previously unused and unreleased footage from the Force Awakens. So do you think she's yeah. present, or is that uh, does that footage become flashback, uh, and they go with a a uh, farewell Leia crawl, and uh, we see her in some form of flashback or, or or flashback hologram or in a holocron or something along well, that line? I sure hope it's something like that because I've been trying to rack my brain about how they could. Uh, I mean, there's nothing that I can think of. And I, I mean, obviously, I haven't seen any of the footage or anything else, but I'm trying to think of a story way in which to make that work. And I just can't think of one. Um, so I'm going to be I'm going to wait and see about being surprised uh, at what? Why are people pointing at me? No, I'm pointing, what did I do? I'm pointing at Will. That's a that's a I'm staring at oh. him now. Not you. What did he do? <laughs> Never mind. Nothing. <laughs> Was, oh, oh, I see. That's, behind, that's behind inside, inside, if you're in the room Sorry. humor, uh, Sorry. as one of our uh, illustrious uh, Party On Room subscribers. That's right, Party On. That's a perk. You can get stared yes. at and pointed at by PK, I'm gonna, just like Will. I'm going to rename that tier the Party On tier. <laughs> there you go. Just, that's, just to shut them up. So um, <laughs> I, what I do find interesting, though, is that the unreleased footage that they're talking about is not from The Last Jedi. It's from The Force Awakens. Right. Yes. That's interesting. That that which that's what leads me towards uh, flashbacks. It's got to be a flashback kind of thing, yeah. Right, because because um, most of the Last Jedi, she's in a relatively incapacitated state, right? Uh, which she would theoretically have been a, have improved upon, right? Uh, come you know the episode nine time frame, which we don't know how long, how much longer past episode uh, the Last Jedi that takes place. So. All I could say is that I hope that it's really. I hope that it's kind of concise and quick and a way to wrap it up. I don't want I to have, see Leia dragged out no, for the entire I have confidence the that they're it's going to I have confidence it's going to it's going to yeah. be right. I think they're going to handle it well. There's there's nothing but love and respect and I and I I'm I'm confident that this this team is going to uh uh treat that that moment or or series of moments whatever it is with uh with very very meticulous gloves. All right. Um, let's, let's move past Star Wars. Let's talk about a teaser and a trailer and then some product. Um, we got a new Iron Fist teaser this past week, or actually, I guess it was yesterday, maybe, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, we get our first look at Danny Rand in the yellow headscarf. Really? Yes. I, I've yet to see this trailer. But, but it's via... I haven't seen it either, But it's yeah. via flashback. So the flashback is him training in, uh, Kunlun. Right. And... He is wearing the headscarf, but so is somebody else. And they're kind of tied together. They're like chained together and beating the shit out of each other. Interesting. So it's some sort of like ceremonial sort of like, 
evening the playing field, strip you of your identity, sort of. Right. Okay. That's, I mean, that's the vibe that I'm getting from watching that little bit. But it's nice to see him in that and him recalling that headscarf. And what I what I suspect is it will lead to him donning it. During the course of the season. That makes sense, yeah. Um, and, and maybe we actually get an Iron Fist that we recognize. Right. As opposed to Curly Fist. So, Curly Fist. So there's that. And then we got our a brand is new. It, is it possible that the uh, guy he's tied to is villain for season two? It is. It's entirely possible. So we'll, probably we'll we'll, we'll 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 yeah I would say so but we don't know that for sure so I was kind of I was vaguing it but yes I would suspect that that ties into whomever the big bad is for season two yeah um, we also got a brand new Venom trailer it's a three minute trailer it's filled with a bunch of footage we have seen already but it's got a ton of footage we have not seen already so it's a bunch of new footage I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take first stab at this trailer okay literally I'm gonna give the stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the stuff that I don't like. All right. All right. In an, in an attempt to be slightly more positive than I normally am about Venom. Um, I like how they're handling the interaction between um, Eddie Brock and Venom. I like yeah. I like that Eddie Brock is holding on to his humanity and his we can't just go after anybody, kill anybody right. sort of thing. And Venom is like, well, we can do what the fuck we want. Right. I, li- I like that angle. I like that that. What I feel is true to the character of the original Venom. Yeah. That's where the goodness starts. Stops. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's it. Um, some of the effects. All right. No, that's not true. Uh, now I'm on to like the medium ground. I like some of the effects for Venom. Right. I'm just confused why he's so shiny. Like, I don't know why, why he is like, why someone rubbed him down in oil before s- filming all of his scenes. I just, because... What what isn't necessarily conveyed in the comics or conveyable in the comics at that scale is that you know th- this is a gooey alien symbiote. Yeah, this, it's it, so in reality in 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 a, in life, real life, not on a, not colors on a page. I I I would expect it to look wet, but. But but and it's funny because I don't I I, I yeah, don't know why either. like like I get that it's fluid right right obviously but for some reason I never pictured it as being shiny I pictured it as being matte and I actually think that the fact that it You're was just biased yeah well um but um I I pictured it being a flat <laughs> matte black only because I kind of I guess I kind of thought of that as being more imposing and being like. Void of color and void of goodness. And the shiny almost makes it cartoony okay. to me. Yeah. And it makes it less imposing. Like, to me, it looks more like, do you remember when you were a kid, they had those sets? It was like the mad scientists create a monster lab. Uh, yes. Where you would pour all the they, shit in and squeeze it into it like the mold. A, it was like a Play-Doh-y kind of I only got yeah. real toys. Yeah. I didn't get those uh, Kmart things that you got, OG. That was so a cool I'm... toy. Monster Lab or whatever it was called. But anyway, it came out kind of shiny and goofy. That's kind of what it feels like. Okay. I, I mean, I like the way the tongue looks. I like the teeth. I like the way the mask pull or the, the head kind of pulls off and right. pulls on. I think there are some positive things about it. The shininess just isn't sitting gotcha, with me. Gotcha, gotcha. Things it, I, the shininess is adding an air of this is a this is a, clearly a computer graphic. To me, that's what that's yeah, what the problem there's is. There's a little it bit of that. It makes it look fake. Um, for me, I th- part of my... 
I, and I know it's it's not an official thing, but the fact that you have the, the name of the damn movie is Life for God's sake, and then you have the Life Foundation. But right. I it, it really like that the Ryan Reynolds film, the space <laughs> station thing, Life. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking symbiote in that <laughs> film that ends up you know it's tumbling its way to the. So it's like it re, if it wasn't intended to be a prequel, it's a prequel in my head canon. Um, PK, uh, and that symbiote to the film, was it's symbiote. Sim whatever. <laughs> symbiote. <laughs> Symbiote. Um, Jinx. So, <laughs> other, other, one other thing that I kind of like, I like that it doesn't have the spider on his chest because it doesn't make sense for him, the spider right. on the chest. So, I'm glad that they've removed that. I do like, however, the, the light marbleization. I don't hate that as a concept. I like that he's kind of got a little bit of the white streaking through the entirety right. of the symbiote. Um, and in hopes that at some point, if they are going to introduce him to Spider Man, um, that that white would you would actually see a sequence where the white kind of would form into uh, forms into a, the a mocking the venom uh, logo or logo whatever. At that yeah. point. Um, so I, I don't hate that. Here's the things I don't like. I hate the addition of Riot the character. I hate that they're skipping right to that character and not toying with some other characters. I don't like that they gave him Carnage's iconic axe hands. Okay, like. That that's Carnage's. Those axe hands, those giant bladed axe. Right. Those are like those are like iconically Carnage. How do we know for sure it's they're they're not going with Carnage on this though? Well, because they've 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 officially said that Riot is in the film. Okay. Um, and you see, he looks like he could be Carnage. Right. But. I mean, I, I guess they, I guess it could be, but, or, I mean, or have they, have they amalgamated the two? Is, everything. Is the other question. Well, that would, that would infuriate me even more mm. because Carnage comes first. I'm sorry, and you to me, Carnage is the antithesis to Venom. Like, so the way well, that's I what was, I'm saying. Like, is, do do how do we know that maybe this possibly is Carnage, and maybe even referred to as such as Carnage, but he's got Riot. Isms like they've they've kind of meshed the two characters into one for the film. Oh, well, then which they're, would, I think they're suck, I think they're calling them Riot though because I think that's confirmed. They ha they have flat out said yeah, Riot. This I'm, is Riot. I'm, I'm fairly certain they're oh, calling okay. it Riot. And Riz Ahmed's character would be the character that sort of ultimately creates Riot, although gotcha. he is not Riot in the books. He is the character that creates Riot in the books. Gotcha. Um. So I don't I don't know I, I'm I'm and I'm still not I'm still really weird about the not Spider Man ism I I'm not 100 percent sold that it's not in in the MCU yet like well, I, right. I'm, I'm waiting for them to to pull, the drop pull a, pull a surprise yeah. and and drop the yeah. other shoe even if they drop the other shoe in in just a post credits while the rest has nothing to right. do with the MCU I I just I it, it boggles me that I just. I just can't wrap my head around the fact that they would do this without a connection to the MCU, especially PK. since they cut that deal. I don't get it. I it's it makes no sense to me until, until I see the film and it and it and when I see that final the final thing and it's over and I'm leaving the theater and the lights come up. If there is no reference to the MCU, I will I will be flabbergasted and disappointed. Uh, PK, this just in. This is just leaked uh, just now. Uh, I'm getting a message. That the actual the post credit scene in the Venom movie uh, will be uh, will take place in a diner and people will be watching the people will be watching the Venom uh, coverage on the news and someone will say oh he looks uh, a lot like that guy the the guy from New York the bug guy and then <laughs> it will cut to uh, the young boy who plays Spider Man and he will go Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. Boo. Or, or, what boo? <laughs> what boo? That was funny. <laughs> or, or how about a post credits where uh, you know it's Eddie Brock's cell phone rings and uh, he picks it up. He goes, you know, and you hear on the other end, yeah, and it's and it's it's not even a visual. You just hear the voice of Tom Holland. Hey, man, it's Pete. Are you okay? It's like crazy out there. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it, it would, actually, a, if you really wanted to tie it in without having Tom Holland, but really tie it into. Um, the MCU and it could be a final it could introduce us to a whole new character for the MCU you could really make it J. Jonah Jameson who calls him <laughs> offering yeah. him a job yeah. in New York yep 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 and that pulls him out of San Francisco and into New York <laughs> that wouldn't be a terrible way to do it yep I just I, I there's I cannot wrap my head around that not even if it's a, a one a nanosecond throwaway yeah it, it blows me the fuck away that this has no tie to the MCU that's lunacy to me uh, and I I don't I don't know that that's I I'm feel like they they're keeping something close to the vest that I hope showing so. us and I, and I hope that's the case I truly hope that's the case you and me both. All right, let's move forward with some product, if yep. that's okay. I actually have one big thing. Well, I, I have, like, two things. Um, the Marvel new line of Marvel Legends is out. I'm only bringing this up. This is personal, but I'm bringing it up anyway. Um, there is a Spider-Ham figure <laughs> in that line. I have procured my first of the Spider-Ham figures from yes! that line. I also got the Spider-Ham Dorbs that was uh, released. It's a Walgreens exclusive. This is the year of the Spider-Ham. Um, two fans out there, I do need a second Spider-Ham. So if uh, you come across one retail, let me know. I might I might take it off of you. I need a second one because it comes with a Spider-Ham Venom head as an oh, alternate head. Right. And I want to be able to uh, display both of them. Have the two on display. Yeah. Smart. Um, in other product news, though, the big news and literally big news. Um, yeah, that, look at that thing. So this is the. Uh, wow, that is a big box. This is the Lego Defender of the Universe. Lion Force uh, Voltron set. I'll, uh, for all, I think we got uh, just Will in the room here. I don't know who's in the room, but I'll hold it up for anybody that happens to tune in later. Yeah, that's what we're uh, we're looking at today. So this, I'm, I'm in the room. So this set is coming out, um, is being released wow. to the public on August 1st. However, if you are a Lego VIP member, you can buy it in stores and online. If you buy it online, you do get um, free shipping. It features 2,321 pieces, all five lions. Um, I'm going to tell you where they missed with this, and I'm, I'm really kind of sad about it. But you get all five lions. All five lions are built individually and then can be used to form Voltron. My understanding is that it's very simple to do the conversion. It's, it's like one or two – you move one piece and – each lion will plug into the I'm impressed because it don't look that simple. No, it's I, I know someone who's built it already. Actually, listener of this show, my friend Trash, who I think we've all oh, met. Well, yeah, we met Trash. Yeah, we Trash, hung out with him at the con. Yeah, Trash built yeah. it, and um, oh, he said it was heavy. really easy to convert it um, into actual Voltron from the lions. Here's where they've missed with this set, and I'm really kind of sad and disappointed. Oh. And and for the price that you paid for this set, I, so the set was one seventy five. It's one seventy five. Um, I had like twenty dollars in Lego credit, so okay. Okay. <laughs> I paid like one fifty five. I think 
for the price that you pay for this set, for the minifig pilots, there are no minifig yeah. pilots. That's crazy. That is just and and considering oh, all was the, that it? I was just yeah. a joke. No, that's it. There are no mini. I understand you can't make the pilots sit in the lines. But I just get to that. be there. Just but to... how do you not give me five generic? screen printed so here's the thing i'm fairly certain that if i go onto ebay right at this moment there's somebody in china that's making them there are like a nickel a piece so i'm probably just gonna buy bootlegs of them but i really do kind of feel like it was a missed it was a missed mark on lego's part it shocks me that those are not in in that package i thought for sure they they would be in there no 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 minifix that's a surprise but it is a beautiful set it is a glorious model i mean Um, that's a that's a that's a healthy, healthy kind of a big miss, but it's it doesn't take away from the the majesty of what of that that assembled Voltron piece is is still spectacular. Um, it comes with his sword. It comes with his shield. Um, one of the most impressive things about this set, in my opinion, is that the lions in lion form really kind of just look they, like eight bit lions. They look like they, they look, look like lion-y. lions. They don't look like Lego lions. They look liony and Voltron looks Voltron-y. Like there's it, it's you have to you know from a distance you it's not necessarily Lego. When you get up yeah. close you'll see the little round uh, the round round so, connecty bits. But yeah, what a what a piece. I am going to be filming some segments of me building this. Great. Oh. Um for Patreon, I might even do some live streaming on the Patreon uh, Instagram account while I do it as well on the nights that it allows me to do so. Yep. So, but OG, how can I become part of this Patreon thing in order to see this exciting video content? Well, it's funny that you should say that because I was about to go into the wrap up because I think we're right about at that point in the show. So, for and, Patreon, and on that, no, we're we not queuing that yet. We're no, queuing that. There we go. <laughs> there it um, is. Don't forget, you can find us at Patreon. Patreon.com backslash BK Geek Stuff. Um, unfortunately, by the time you hear this, unless you're a patron, patron already, in which case this doesn't apply to you, but by the time you hear this, you will not be able to subscribe for August's billing. You'll still get all of August's content, but uh, you'll miss the billing mark for us, which, you know, hurts emotionally. But we still love you. Um, something that I learned, um, we have a patron. I'm not going to blow up his spot because... That's his personal thing. But we have a patron who who doubled his pledge to a tier we don't even have. Oh, shit. Just to support us. Well, so Wow. Thank to, you. To that special patron, thank you so very much. We love you and adore you, and uh, you're we, a swell young man. Um, we have that tier. He, so he invented that's, a that's tier? That's the PK cake tier. Yeah. Oh, hey. um, <laughs> we, we've had several new uh, – we've had a few new patrons and a few other patrons up their pledges in the last couple of weeks too. So thank you to all of you. And to new patrons, please consider joining even for a dollar a month. At least you get something for that. And uh, I think it will be worth your while. Of course, you can find us online, uh, bkgeekstuff.com, facebook.com, backslash bkgeekstuff. On social media, I am geekstuffog across all of the social media platforms. You too. Uh, I am Big Kev GS on Xbox One and BK Geek Stuff everywhere else, I think. And you find me at K Robert Marlowe on Twitter and Instagram and Flick Dude on the PlayStation Network. Flick Dude! <laughs> and uh, I think I think that's it. So with that, Big Kev. With that, OG, we will bring this fine episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close. Episode 507, the one we called PK Mrs. Movie Pass. 
the way we end some episodes by saying troll the respawn jeremy and on that note we cue the music Let's